Okay, everybody, welcome back to episode nine of Bar Talk, the beverage and spirits podcast from Relief and Resource Company in Fenton, Michigan. I'm your host, John Foley, as always, with Mark Miller and Courtney Booms. Hello. And uh, we'd always, as always, we'd like to thank our um, our production team at iLogic Media for helping us put out these episodes. They are fantastic. And um, maybe they'll have a lot, of, a lot to do with this one. Yes. This is, I feel like it's a highly produced this episode, episode specifically. Yeah. So um, we're going to do a little riff on a popular uh, show that I'm sure any of you have seen. So um, I've got a bunch of chicken wings here. They're, they're going to become increasingly hotter as I eat them. Uh, I volunteered to do this first. Mark and Courtney are going to do this at Eventually. some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've got um, a bunch of chicken. It's going to get hella spicy as I go on. But we're adding a relief and resource twist as I will also be chasing them with a moderate dram of increasingly higher proof uh, whiskey because that just sounded like a great idea and why wouldn't we do this and then Mike and Courtney have interview questions for me yes in the style of sad tv show we certainly do I'd also like to like mention for those who are watching this you can see it right here um, these wings have been donated to us by Beale Street Smokehouse in Fenton Michigan just down the road from Relief and Resource by Lisa Reading who is the owner of uh, Beale Street's fantastic place. They absolutely have the best wings in town. So we wanted to make sure that we um, gave them a little bit of recognition for, for just giving us the chicken, which is delicious. So thanks for the free lunch, Lisa. And uh, if you're in the Fenton area, uh, go. They are attached to the back of the gas station. So a little bit hard to find on North Road right by the roundabout, but um, legit barbecue, great place. Usually quite a few good beers on tap too. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, I really didn't prepare at all. No, I just, yeah. I just wanted just to come hungry. This is mainly Courtney and I's And um, you guys are going <laughs> to ask extremely, probably appropriate and industry specific questions. Right? Well, it's generally some of them, yes. Right, some so. of them not so much. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's get, um, let's get primed. So I've got, I've got, uh, what, just straight up Cholula? Straight up Cholula to start, yeah. Or Cholula lime, actually. Oh, Cholula oh, lime? Cholula yeah. chili lime. I think that's a good wing sauce. Mm -hmm. I like a little citrus. So let's do it. it. <laughs> All right, so nice. Easy. What's the drink? Um, this is Glenlivet 12. Mm. The Glenlivet, if you will. It's a scotch that made me like, to, yes. like scotch. And Fire. Booms, I think you're up with the first Fire question. Away. If you had the ability to time travel and you could pick a specific time to live and enjoy cocktails in that moment, time and place, when, uh, when, and, where? when and where would you go? Yeah. Cocktails? Yeah. Cocktail culture, the whole vibe, hmm. the bar scene. Specific time. That limits it. Because mm -hmm. I would... I would almost initially say like Victorian era England, sure, which is attractive to me because I love like Sherlock Holmes and I'm a big Jack the Ripper um, scholar and I just I don't know if the cocktail scene would be exactly where it was at then. Uh, I'd probably be drinking a lot of like you know basic spirits. Yeah, yeah. So um, probably probably like Mad Men era Manhattan. Okay. You know, yeah. you know, like like Art 50s, 60s. Mm -hmm. Totally lavish, totally indulgent. I think I'd look good in one of those hats. Absolutely. Um, yes. uh, and it was all about cocktails. So nice. I think probably, um, yeah, like like Don Draper era. Madison Avenue. Manhattan, some martinis. Absolutely. Excellent. Nice, nice. All right, next wing. Um, this is an actual hot one sauce? Uh, yeah, so this is just the classic uh, hot sauce. By so like, Guinness. like any anytime wing sauce. Anytime wing sauce. Yep, it's just their baseline. Uh, Where is it? Where are they from? Guinness. Yeah, I, thought, I want to say New York, but let's do a quick googling real quick. Heatness. Uh, like that just tastes good. Yep. Yeah, they're based on New York. Yeah, it's got great flavor to it. The dram with it is Ardbeg Ten Year. 
I believe is the one that we picked. Mm -hmm. Old old time standard. I love a little bit of a little bit of smoky peat. Yeah, and actually, originally in the list, I had this as the first scotch, but I was like, I don't want to blow your palate out right at the get go. So we put a little bit of Glenlivet for it, but yeah, that just tastes good with wings, though. Yeah. So this this question, uh, second question. That's except my 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 ale. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, music is a big part of your life and the culture of our bar specifically as well. Mm -hmm. If you could sit down and have a drink with any musician, past or present, who would it be and why? Any musician, past or present? Past or present. Can I choose one that's alive and one that's dead? Sure. Okay. Um, Bowie, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he wouldn't have time for my shit, but if he was like actually <laughs> willing to listen to me and like talk to me for a half an hour, yeah, for sure. And I don't even know if I'd want to talk to him about music. I would just like to hear his opinions on like literally anything. Everything, yeah. 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 And, um, Present day, I don't know if he drinks or not, but I would totally, I would totally like belly up to a Chicago bar with Steve Albini. Oh from, yeah, from Shellac. You know, yeah, like that's cool. He's like a, he's a, he's an, an icon both on the stage and off. You know, because he's engineered or produced so many great albums, mm -hmm. but also his stuff is like consistently some of my favorite music. Yeah. I probably play Shellac in here probably more than you guys actually even want to hear. <laughs> um, also, his his band <laughs> earlier than that, like Big Black, yeah. So, like, I would just want to talk to him. Plus, he he is, like, notoriously very opinionated about other bands, and I just would like to tune him up and see who he dogs on. Yeah. Like, he <laughs> hates the replacements, and I also hate the replacements. Because <laughs> they're not fucking enough. spend 20 minutes shitting on the replacements. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I'd drink, like, I would drink Old Style and Cheap Whiskey with Steve Albini nice. if I could. 100%. All right, ready for the next one? Yeah, yeah, man, these are good. All right, wing number three is, is uh, yeah, it's a little shout out to Blake's, right? So yeah. Got oh, yeah, I have this at home. Mango habanero hot sauce. Yeah, this stuff is good on like everything. Um, and it's, it's it's made from, is it made yeah. from the cider? Is the cider a base? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe Mark, not. Because you can put cider in hot sauce. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just mango habanero. Inspired by. Yeah. But Blake's is from Armada, Michigan, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Armada. Armada, yes, yes, yes. I asked a local. Oh. Because okay. I had gone back and forth so many times. Yeah. Or, how, how, do you say the name of your town, right? Yeah. It's like it's totally Armada. I so it's not, it's not a, a, a group of, of, of ships. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, that's being chased with a little bit of Elijah Craig's small batch, little 94 proofer. Mm -hmm. This is our barrel, though, right? This is a single barrel? I, I saw that. I saw the low arms. I did grab our barrel. Okay, cool. Yeah, Excellent. I couldn't resist the idea. Horny and I picked this one out in, um, was it May? Yeah. Went down there? Of this most recent Yeah. All right. Yeah, what's the next good. softball question you got for me? Oh, you grew up around a period of time in the industry where cocktail culture transformed from the kind of sugary post-drug post revival yeah. uh, into one that became more focused on crafting and honoring the original idea of the cocktail. I've never heard it called the post-drug revival. What's <laughs> that, man? Yeah. Um, uh, into like it basically just uh, riffing on prohibition drinks, but then adding a bunch of new technologies and modern ideas to the mix. So, right. what was your transition like as you moved along to where you are today? Like, going uh, well, I mean, I like, I knew, although I admire the techniques involved in like say molecular mixology sure. and some of the high tech stuff, like getting a centrifuge to clarify your juice, like right. all that's awesome. But because I came up in Genesee County, I knew that there were certain limitations to what I would what I would do. So I think like developing that philosophy of what, what I could do that worked from where I am, not that the people of Genesee County wouldn't appreciate it. It's just, I didn't want to do all that. Sure. You know, I was happy enough just learning like classic builds, learning how to build um, cocktails the right way. So it was gradual because it took a, a, an amount of, of kind of time and space to actually create that where I am in Genesee County right. and in, in Fenton specifically, which is a town of 12,000 people. 
So it developed slowly um, because it had to. Sure. So it was like, it was a slow process of like weaning people off drinks that, that say were just easy or not that good mm-hmm. and slowly introducing things. Like it was almost like for the first few years, it was almost like, what's my cocktail this month? You know, what's, sure. what's my like hobby horse cocktail to like to, yeah. to, to so we're, we're going to talk about the Mai Tai for like the whole month of June and try to get as many people to try a Mai Tai as possible. And then, you know, the next year it would be like, well, okay, now I'm going to try to see if anybody likes hockey Yeah, sure. And, you know, when I first tried it, they were like, fuck, no, I don't want that. It tastes like rye bread. And then a couple years later, they're like, no, I, you know, hockey beef's cool. Yeah. Did you feel that other bartenders around you were kind of into that same idea of, like, trying to, or are they just kind of resting on their laurels? Yeah. Well, here like, it was different because. Well, let's make cotton candy, you know, martinis. Yeah, right. like, right. here, it, in fact, it was kind of different, like, in the early 2000s because almost everything was kind of. Like there weren't as many opportunities to do that at the bars, right? So like, sure. Un- the, the fire hall hadn't opened. You know, we didn't have Chow yet. We didn't have Andiamo. You know, I was building it at the laundry, and really the only bar that would have p- potentially done it was the Fenton Hotel. Yeah. And they were kind of, sort of doing it like a little bit after we were, mm-hmm. because you know, as we were doing it, it was happening in Detroit. It was happening in Ann Arbor, and almost all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, my craft cocktail program got off the ground right around the same time that the Sugar House opened. And, um, you know, Zimmerman's Roadhouse was doing like the old school cocktail list, but like Raven's Club, like I, I really started the program proper at like 08 or 09. Yeah. Um, Raven's Club had been around for about a year when I got married and went there. But I remember like the, when Ange and I got married, it was 2012. Mm-hmm. And I think Last Word had been open for like a month. Gotcha. You know, okay. um, I think the first Vucre that Giancarlo made at the Last Word was for me on yeah. my wedding day. <laughs> so it was all happening. It, it was all happening because we all were kind of, you know, looking back at these old drinks and trying to figure out how to do them. Sure. Um, so you had other cohorts, basically, that were... Yeah, but not here. Not yeah. in Fenton. Yeah. Not in Fenton at the same time. Right. So, like, it was it was all bartender skill shit. You yeah. know, it was mm-hmm. all, like, it all happened kind of the same time for, like, Raven's Club, Sugar House, Last Word, Oakland, Laundry. But, I mean, if, if, if it really goes back to... I mean, the first two places I ever heard that did, like, old drinks that really had a serious um, attitude towards them was probably Zingerman's Roadhouse. And roast, right. and even though roast is gone now, you can't underestimate the work that Travis and Joe did there because mm-hmm. they they built this whole thing. They built it around this happy hour that was really kick ass. It was in a hotel, so they had a, a, a traveling group of, of clientele that were like ready for it. Nice, yeah. Does that answer your question? Absolutely, okay. I think so. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, wing number four. I believe this one is most. Calientes. You got me. You got me over a hundred proof like right away. Yeah, we jumped to it real quick. <laughs> okay, Los Calientes. So this is just it. Just means the hot uh, ones. Yes, spice. Yeah. Another heat in the sauce as well. What kind of sauce? It looks green. Um, I don't know the base of it actually. But it I smells know that, green. I know that it's delicious. I put it on eggs quite often. Green <laughs> serrano chilies uh, and cumin cilantro. Did you pair it with rye on purpose? Because rye is a green label usually. I, don't know I just put uh, wild turkey on there. Wild turkey 101. I Blue's grabbed the rye, rye choice. But I like it with the, the <laughs> color coordination. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll wait till you uh, get that that wing down and then take a. This is just egg. a really good wing. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I love putting that Los Calientes on Honestly, eggs, on tacos. On- I really didn't yeah. eat breakfast on purpose. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I anticipation of this, but I wanted to be the best subject possible. Sure. sure absolutely. Also, Beale oh. Street gets some like really thick wings sometimes. They have good wings. Yeah. We're starting to see a little bit of sweat on, on the forehead. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> may or may not be a reason why I wore a hat today. <laughs> All right, question number four. I didn't feel like combing my hair. I'll be wearing <laughs> uh, You're quite the film aficionado. As sure. 
Uh, give me three of your favorite directors, your favorite film by each of them, and why you enjoy those films. Uh, okay. So, I don't know, I feel like I should do it from different eras. Sure. So, um, like old director. I was always a big Hitchcock fan, but I think my, my favorite old director is Jean-Pierre Melville, who is a French uh, filmmaker, and who, who did a lot of stuff, like, pretty much in genre film. Okay. So he did a lot of crime film. He did a, a like a really great uh, classic uh, resistance spy film called Army of Shadows. But my favorite one by him is um, called The Samurai. So it's about this guy, Alain Delon plays him, and it's about this guy who uh, who essentially lives his life by the samurai code. It's a big influence on Ghost Dog by Jim Jarmusch. Oh, nice. So he lives a very regimented life and, um, and is completely dispassionate. But then, uh, you know, Obviously, he gets involved in something that that you know forces him to care, and it's, it becomes his downfall. But it's classic French new wave film noir. Okay, great, great, great movie. Um, contemporary directors, it'd be hard. Um, I'm just gonna. I, I, it's kind of hard, like as I would say, Coen Brothers, Tarantino, or Wes Anderson. But I, I feel like I need. To, I have to say, I need to pick just two. So right. the Coen Brothers probably are. Um, are filmmakers that truly made me love, made me love film. Um, and where I think Fargo and uh, No Country for Old Men are probably their best movies, the one that, I, the one that it, I'm going to say is my favorite still from them is the one that I saw first, which is their first film, uh, Bloodsport, which was made on like a tiny, tiny, tiny budget and is essentially just a, just a nasty, dark little film noir um, about a guy who finds out that his wife is cheating on him with one of his employees, hires a private eye, to kind of take care of it, and it just gets messy as hell, and gets, nice, it gets nice. bad, bad, bad. And really, those four actors are the primaries in the whole entire film. There's a couple other people who are just like like side characters, but really, it's very, it's a very lean, tight, just mean little movie. And yeah. it's about the it, it. It makes all these other films about crime seem really silly because it's like, yeah, okay, you kill somebody, and you disappear the body, but that that doesn't really actually happen. Like you can clean and clean and clean and stuff. You're going to get yeah, caught. Yeah. And it's going to be awful. Yeah. And it's going to get worse and worse from that moment. And that's exactly what happens in the that's movie. Right. And it's just such a doom trip. And it's so darkly funny and so awesome. So definitely that. Um, you got one more? Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a horror film because I think a horror director because I'm a really big horror, yeah. horror fan. Um, I don't really have it. I don't know. I don't know no. if there's one director. Like, if I'm picking, if I'm picking uh, uh, one more, I, I will say Wes Anderson because he did direct my favorite film. So The Life Aquatic, Life Aquatic is my yeah. favorite <laughs> is my favorite yes. movie, and it's it's probably the most maligned of all of his films. But I think it's absolutely misunderstood masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. When I wrote this question, I was wondering if you would go Anderson or Tarantino. You I love Tarantino. Tarantino. I love Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and I, I like, but I think I feel like he's such a master that I like most of his movies all equally. Sure. Where Wes Anderson, yeah. I love all of his films, but The Life Aquatic, I I probably will return to for the rest of my life because mm -hmm. it follows along the whole examination of um, of generational themes, father son stuff yeah. that he does so well, and it's probably the best example of it. Nice. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Next one. Let's do it. <laughs> Number five. I promise I'm not stalling. That was just a really good question. <laughs> uh, so what is this? This is a uh, small axe peppers habanero mango. I think Small Axe is a hilarious name. Really? <laughs> that Small Axe there, That's bud. a total <laughs> That Axe, she had you. They have, uh, they have a series of their hot sauces, really like a Detroit one, a Chicago one, like where they do region-specific. What is that flavor with? That's good. Mango habanero. 
Oh, so we had two mango habaneros in here? Yeah. All this right. one's more mango than the chavos. Yeah. And then we're pairing that with some Weller Full Proof, our single barrel pick. So it's at 114. Hey, did you guys know we picked single barrels? <laughs> <laughs> There's two of them in this thing. They're super great. Booms, this question is yours. Have enough, I think we have enough single barrel picks. We could have done all barrel picks. Uh, no, I want to drink stuff. Too. Yeah. But just in general. All right, question. Uh, Remember, you, this is for fun, too. I guess it's, it's, it's already really hot, well. but it's, it's definitely for fun. You're good. Yeah. Um, you've said before that if you weren't bartending, you would have liked to have become one of uh, America's most prolific writers. Who would you say inspired you? I probably wouldn't have been prolific. I probably would have been the <laughs> asshole who publishes a book like every seven years. Um, just some flair for <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, who would you say inspires your creative creativity the most in the world of literature? And if you were to write a novel today, what would the baseline of your story be? What would the overall theme be? Uh, so I used to think I would like work with like like real important themes, right? Sure. You know, like capitalize all those letters. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, I, Cormac McCarthy is, is a massive influence. I love, I love how lean his prose is. Um, though I did just start reading, um, the Underground Railroad by, uh, is it Colson Whitehead or Colin Whitehead? I can't remember his first name. I think question. he's fantastic because the, the weight of what he's writing is so, is so immense, but the, 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 the pace of his prose is so so brilliant it's 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 almost an amazing balancing act what he's doing close in my head okay i knew it um so i'm gonna read like everything else he wrote because um i i'm loving this book so much that once i finish it i'm just gonna order um one of his next ones but if i were to work in fiction now like if i were to pick up and like write for fun mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't be anything serious i'm a big fan of the horror genre so i would probably just want to dick around with the horror okay. story and like just you know like, like, have fun. Pure wacky and just like literally write whatever comes. No, nah, I don't know. Like I've, I've debated like, like writing something about the industry because I do have a background in writing. And I think that, you know, there's something to the whole, write What, you know, right. Type of thing. But like the whole, like, this is our bar philosophy and here's a bunch of recipes and cute pictures is pretty done. Yeah. Like, as, as, as much as we admire all of those books. Yeah. The reason that the death and company, uh, not the death and company, the, um, your books are awesome but the reason the dead rabbit book is so good is because thematically and from a format standpoint it changes everything they're adding it, you know, to it it's just more of a yeah. book right yeah. um so like one of the books i haven't read yet that i think would be an inspiration is that last call book because oh, it yeah. takes it takes an amazing concept of this like what happens at the end of the night from an industry standpoint and it's kind of like this oral it's getting examination of it yeah so like that would that would be cool like i if I were to truly do it, I would probably do something about specifically where I where I started, how I did it, and all the other people who were part of it. Because Michigan does have a great bartending scene. It does. But like, I wouldn't want to write it unless I also had you know Joe's voice and Travis's voice and Yanni and Chuck and and and, and Jackie and all the other people who were part of this whole thing right. as it came up. Um, I don't know. It's a bigger concept than I'm probably ready to tackle right now, <laughs> but that would be it. Keep it on the back burner. Sure, when I have time. Nice. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Excellent. All right. You guys can work the whole time while I take my sabbatical. <laughs> you ready for the next one? Yeah, it looks creamy. It does look creamy. Melinda's. It says creamy style ghost pepper wing sauce right on there. Wing sauce, yeah. So it's like meant to cover wings. It's got five five little fires. It right does there. look like, yeah, definitely a thicker sauce. And I like that kind of that sauce style on. It says level yeah. five out yeah. of five. Because it holds better. There is sweat dripping down my 
my face, but I'm trying to hold it together. Again, watch the eyes. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the, there are extra that's towels. Now, contact lenses. <laughs> what, what bad could happen there? And this one <laughs> we paired with uh, Art Vega, Corey Beckett, <laughs> which is another 114 proof, but it's 114.2. So it's a little bit higher than our full proof level. And on this one, we, this is this is a question we have labeled yeah. as the Angie Picture Dive. Deep dive. So, Mar as, you talk to my wife. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as they do on, on another certain show on the internet, we're going into some of your social media pictures Why? or Angie's social media pictures and Why? kind of uh, have you uh, discuss what's going on. We want to hear your stories, basically. Yeah. That is the best pairing with like, this is the best like, whiskey after the sauce. Nice. Yeah. I'm not messing with water yet. So we got four pictures. He's still on beer. For the video yeah. section, Jonathan, this is where you put in the pictures. <laughs> so, picture number one. That's my wife and I on our um, our uh, uh, wedding night. That's uh, at the reception. Uh, we're at uh, the Earl in Ann Arbor. It's All right. the coat room. I don't think I've ever been there. Um, it's it's old old school. We had a dinner in the um, Somalia's, uh uh, room. Well, nice. What are you asking me about that picture? Just to describe it. What's going on? What's going on there? It's, we're we're <laughs> right in front of the coat room. Beautiful. Interesting. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Next one. Which where nothing ever happened ever in the history of our relationship. <laughs> what is going on there? You're bartending somewhere. Where the hell am I? <laughs> so that looks like. No, that's a competition. That's the Heaven Hill. Um, perfect Manhattan competition oh. or perfect, uh, was it Manhattan? It was a Heaven Hill based competition for any of their whiskeys. Okay. And it's at the Oakland. Oh, right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm at the Oakland. And that's the Keith, Oakland is a cool bar. Yeah. The, the guy in the corner there is Keith Corn. He used to be the uh, Heaven Hill rep. And he's, he's like talking to me while I'm, while I'm doing it. Nice. Yeah. Next one. What is going on? This is awesome. So we were at, um, we're at that uh, that aquarium museum at Great Lakes Crossing Mall. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, and so they have one of those like hurricane style wind like telephone booth things. Oh, where you can like go in and it'll like blow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like we like we're talking to Peggy like, hey, do you want to do it? She's like, yeah, I want to do it. And she got in there and she's like, I don't want to do this, man. She's like, no, just try it. You know, just try try to do it. So I'm like trying to take pictures of it, and Peggy is like. I swear to God, this wasn't child abuse. She was fine right afterwards, but she's like, let me out of this room. Get me the hell out of this goddamn thing. And all she kept saying was, I don't want to be blown away to Kansas. When I, oh, oh, no. <laughs> well, so I love the <laughs> Angie's just like, Yeah, there's two faces. The, com the compare and contrast yeah, between Angie yeah. and Peggy is hilarious. Yeah, Peggy's just like, I'm done, man. I thought we were just, I thought we were just watching fucking fish. I trusted fish. you. Yeah. yeah. All right, and we got one more for you. What is going on in this picture? Yeah. Oh yeah, that is um where is that? Oh yeah, that's like a traditional like cider vessel. I can't remember from where. So this was my birthday weekend in Traverse City. It's at Taproot, um, which is a, a not a bar themed from a classic crappy new metal band, but it is <laughs> in fact, sorry, you're local, but uh <laughs> This is a cider bar. So they have like 30 different ciders on tap. And uh, this is this traditional vessel. I think it's a Spanish vessel for like drinking cider. Okay. And um, uh, the, we had been there for a little while. It was the day after like a long day. So like Angie and I are there and the guy next to me, who's like looking really happy, 
<laughs> his name is James Helena. He used to be my neighbor. And uh, he's an old punk rock guy. And he, he and I used to talk music all the time. And he lives up in Traverse City. He's a DJ now. Like I used like I used to be at Western. So the joke is I'm always going to go up there and like we're going to curate this like awesome radio show. Um, <laughs> but the bartender came over and had mentioned that this was like a vessel for drinking cider. I want to say it's like it's like a Basque vessel, like northern Spain. Anyway, he poured cider in it and um, he gave us a freebie because it was my birthday. Nice. I'm just like I'm trying to like angle it right. Yeah, yeah. Because so you like can't. You don't. You're not supposed to drink it right off the glass. You're supposed to like. Tip it, it and then like you know yeah 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 it took a second but yes. there, you, as you can see there's nothing dribbling can you throw wing? That's my can i do it with the next wing yeah. just just i'm not going to drop the wing into my mouth into no mouth. <laughs> i could do it with the bookers like <laughs> but then you might see yeah it'd just be bad beautiful yeah be beautiful bad. it'd be fun video but bad radio and thanks, Angie Coley, for those Thank pictures. you so much. Yeah, those are good ones, though. <laughs> well, she sent she us a bunch, and then we, we had to narrow it down. Pick yeah. choose. I'll show you the other ones afterwards. Oh, great. Yeah. All right. Okay, awesome. so now this is, um, wing, wing, this is seven? No, wing Seven. Wing Seven. Hella fucking hot. Widowmaker. Great. Yeah, yeah. Widowmaker. Dingo's and Widowmaker. Chase it with Booker's. Yeah, which is 128, I believe. I'm not scared. 128 uh, proof. Right. So this set of questions you kind of have to ask, like, in yeah. the throes of heat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah craziness uh so it's rapid fire so i'm gonna give you this or this and you gotta pick one ready all right yankees or red sox soft tigers or padres it's tigers no fun to drink. <laughs> michael corleone or tony soprano to be my friend <laughs> um, corleone. 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 i like the gravitas uh who's the better villain al swearingen or hans landa landa swearing is not a villain Fair. He's an anti-hero. Fair. Do your fucking research. <laughs> uh, Jules Winfield or Django from Django Unchained? Jules is part of my childhood. Nice. Tom Waits or Nick Cave? Cave. Why would you do that? <laughs> Martini or Old Fashioned? Forever? Martini. Forever. Martini? All right. Ramones or Stooges? Stooges. New York Dolls or Sex Pistols? Dolls. And the last one, Wild Turkey or Buffalo Trace? Like flagship label? Yeah. Or distillery as a whole? Uh, let's do distillery as a whole. Trace. Sorry. Trace. Sorry. All right. All right. Fair enough. That's fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. I'll take the water. Yeah. Understood. <laughs> lemon or no lemon? I'm not that fancy. <laughs> you held out real long, though. The yeah, water. The second to last wing. The second water. last wing. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> We're, this is the new benchmark, though, Mark. Why would you ask me waste not... or... Okay, that's kind of fair. Because <laughs> I thought it would be fun. Rapid fire. Funny for me. <laughs> Rapid fire, instant choice. You went with Cave, though, yeah? Interesting. He's my favorite artist of all time. I didn't fair, think you were going to say Waits. Mm -mm. No, it's the iterations of Cave. It's they said I get birthday party and bad seeds, grinder man. I get all of it. Andrew went Corleone over Soprano, which I thought was interesting as well. Andrew did? No, you no, don't. Andrew, Andrew did. Andrew. Oh. No, she would never, because she's never even sat through the whole Godfather. I don't know. <laughs> once, and she's like, "Ah, eh, it's not for me." Come on out on a burn from. No, it's not a burn. It's a matter of preference. She doesn't like long movies. All right, were you ready for the last ah, ones? Yeah, the go. last step. Hold on. Are you gonna grab it? No. No. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. No, let's go. Let's go. Quick. 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 Just, All right. You want I mean, me to grab it for you? Time is what feels up in you. We have to do a liquor order after this. There you're you like, are. just order some Bailey's. There you are, bud. 
All right, last wing is going to be the last dab, triple X by the Heat Miss as well. Chase with some Elijah Craig barrel proof from 2016, which is, I believe, a freaking monster at 136 proof. Give me, give me. I said, do it. Let's go. Get on it, boy. Hey. <laughs> uh, and Booms, I will uh, I'll let you ask the last Thank question. You. Yeah. Um, so as we know, you've been in this business for almost 20 years. 21. Almost 20 is nearly 21. Okay, sure, sure, 21. Sure. What is it that has driven you all of this time and still consider, continues to inspire you about this industry to still be doing it today? Because eventually I get to do this. Because <laughs> the end goal is a hot wing spot. The end goal is to be at least listen to enough to do something fucking totally stupid <laughs> and like unnecessary just for fun just purely out of the this is literally part of my job and yeah. here we are yeah. <laughs> no but i mean all, all like joking aside and the fact that i'm like dying right now i'm trying to like answer the question honestly that is actually not like a joke answer that you get to do the fact that i get to do this yeah or to work with you guys or to work with young bartenders or literally come in and punch in and fucking talk about drinks yeah. all day or come in on a sunday and host like a cool tasting. Sure. I mean, that's that's awesome. I know plenty of people who are in like a total like drudgery based business where they come in, they punch in, they 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 do their job and they come home and they're basically working for the weekend. The fact that I get to talk to people have relationship with regulars, talk to you guys and do all this. It's, it's as rewarding as it possibly could be, even though it's super stressful and work long hours. I mean, this is, I'm, I'm working right now. Yeah, this is like part fun. of my job yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying life. and it's so stupid, but it's awesome. So this, like all this shit, nice. that's why, that's but I hate you both. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did great, bud. Well, the reason I did this first is because I'm going to fuck you guys up. <laughs> you held your composure pretty to feel the pain. Yeah. Yeah, actually, really, just the last two wings were getting at you. Yeah, it seems like the last two. I was two... fine. That creamy Melinda stuff was great, but these last were hella. So, like... Yeah, surprise. I didn't know if that Melinda's one was actually hotter than the uh, small ass. I was just These are half ounce trams, so I've had like, I don't know, four ounces, four ounces of whiskey too, so I'm. Yeah. Now, how was how was the hot whiskey following the wing though? Did it just like enhance the heat? Mm -mm. No, no. The smoke kind of enhanced them, but um, the the sweetness of the bourbon helps. Oh, okay. Like bourbon is absolutely the whiskey to nail with wings. I mean, the Arbeck stuff is totally like aligned. Yeah. Like with with, with smoked wings, but once mm. you put that hot sauce on, you need that corn. Yeah. yeah I don't know if the if the uh, the ethanol heat would just make it worse or. Well, you're right. The, I don't even feel it. Like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm basically almost like tripping out right now. <laughs> you know, I had the hot whiskey. So I was like, Yo, yeah. yeah, it's like, I mean, it's like the, uh, it's like the, the, homeless, the Guatemalan insanity pepper. Yes. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Well, we did do your I'm favor. I'm not, not licking the... toads. <laughs> we did do your favor and we didn't pull any of the bomb. Right. I don't think either of us had it. Well, I don't think anybody wants to watch you getting punched on the podcast. Either. Probably not. No, probably Because if, if I ate that, I would like eat it, chase it, answer the question, and then just just wait, just punch you. I want mine to just be all variations of the bomb and just. Oh, okay. Yeah. Courtney and I can make just that happen. Okay. Remember that you said that on camera. All right. Well, we have a backup now. We're going to do this again in a month, and it's going to be Mark next. 
Oh, we're saving Courtney. Oh, yes, we're saving Courtney last. for the last because she is claiming that she's going to eat hotter sauces than any of us. I'm not any of us. Yeah, and we're going to make her go to like sauce like seven or eight, and then ask her to speak in German and Welsh. Which yes. Is gonna be awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Actually, I'm probably better at languages when I'm under distress. Well, we are going to find out. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Thanks for watching, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Because the John first... Cole goes, fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. Um, okay. You ready to go? So ready. So I can start now? Let's fucking do it. You want me to wait or just love, you ready to go? Did you say the same thing? Yeah. At least they're a different color. Let's do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's my wife and I on our um, our uh, uh, wedding night. Uh, we're at uh, 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 room. Perfect. Uh, that, uh... I want mine to just be all variations of the bomb. And